Tonight, conservation authorities have issued a flood warning along Lake Simcoe. A Markham man is accused of selling fake tickets online. And Tim Taylor wants to be new markets next mayor. Rain than sun plus five degrees. This update is brought to you by Frank Atullo at 148.ca Frank on muscles. Dr. Wellbottom at 148.ca slash Frank. And full of Pong from SR National News now, here's Rod, Ray, and Mike with North American Harness Update Folks with Muscles on SRN1. The starter has called the field to the gate. These muscles are protected by law. This field is in motion and approaching the start. I think they are. And they're off. And it's a battle into the first turn for control. The battle continues by the half and approaching the far turn. Stride for stride past the three-quarter pole and approaching the top of the stretch. And as they hit the top of the stretch, it's mission brief. Foiled again, Muscle Hill, Captain Treacherous and Vegas Vacation. Lucky Jim, a rock and roll dance, be a magician. Sebastian K approaches the line. Guccio is coming late, and as they hit the wire, it's too close to call. Now here's North American Harness Update on SRN1. Holla if you hear me, holla if you hear me, holla if all you down to earth rappers can hear me. Hello everybody, welcome back to another edition of North American Harness Update, the TV game show that takes place in the back of my taxi. I'm here joined by my co-hosts as I am every week, Mike Prebozy and Rod Allums Jr., though not necessarily in that order, that's just kind of how we chose it. Uh, boys... Men in between and men, boy, guys, bros. I like bros. Man, bear pig. No, that's copyright. How's how you boys, bros, doing? I'm fine. You? Oh, we're good. Well, Rod spoke for the both of you, and Mike spoke for himself. So I'm I'm getting the sense there's a lot more people here than we expect, and certainly that is the case. Oh. You know, Ray, I, I don't think you realize that you are actually on on the live feed dancing like a buffoon. He, he's always, he's very unsettled all the time. Like me and Rod sit here. Here's Ray. But the thing that I'm surprised by is... Shout out to Perry. The thing He's I, watching right now. The thing I'm surprised by is the fact that you think I'm unaware of that. So tonight on the show, <clears throat> we got a lot of ground to cover. So much so you think that we broke behind the gate. That is some great wordplay for all of our Harness fans out there. <laughs> because, like, when the horse loses stride, they, they, they're farther behind the rest of them. That's for everyone who's not involved in Harness Racing, which I hope those are some of the people listening tonight. And maybe some people that are really into jujitsu. I just because pretty cool thing. I don't understand it, but I, I, I just love, I love the kind of combat where you do as minimal movement as possible. 
It's like the laziest way to beat up anybody, and it's so it's so great to watch. But that's an entirely different show. North American Taekwondo Update will be debuting in 2019. This is, of course, North American Harness Update, and we have some races to talk about. Not all the races. If we talked about all the races, we'd be here until tomorrow when the sport is gone. So <laughs> that's very pessimistic, ladies and gentlemen. Then that does not... That doesn't capture our view of the sport. We believe that uh, that this great sport of ours will last through our own generations and the generations to come and the generations past that. At a certain point, there's going to be so many generations that we're going to have to say, please, just you got to stop. You got to. There's too many generations that love this sport. That's the dream. And that's what we're chasing. So we have London to talk about. Western Fair Raceway in London, Ontario. Not London, England, because there's no clocks in London, Ontario. That's also why everybody there is always late to everything. How do I know this? It's just a guess. From there, we also have previews of pick fours for tomorrow from Woodbine Racetrack in the Meadowlands. Woodbine, we're going to be talking their early pick four. Meadowlands, we're going to be talking their late pick four. Early pick four, Woodbine guaranteed pool $50,000. That same tag is also the guarantee at the Meadowlands. Those will be coming up later though, however, looking at where Western Fair is racing at the moment. It looks like race six just went off. Race seven's coming up. Their pick four starts with race number eight. We got some time to really dive into this. Uh, so let's start off with the first leg as you would. Although we could start off with the second leg to be a little different, but then it just gets confusing. And then the third leg, you think, okay, how does this thing walk? The fourth leg, you go, okay, it's probably a horse. So, <clears throat> I did that makes sense. Made sense to me. First leg of this pick four is I'm pretty sure a claimer. Fifteen thousand claimer, if my memory serves correctly. Open the past performances. <laughs> There's a reason I host this show. Sixty-five hundred dollar purse on the line. We got a field of eight going postward here. Uh, Mike, starting off with you, you're the deepest of all of us, taking four of them. Yeah, it's four deep to start. Um, I feel like this sequence could pay a little bit. They've been Decent prices all night there. Uh, I'm going to start with the one Southfield Spirit. Uh, this horse gets another inside post and has been getting checks. Uh, last time didn't get away that great and, um, you know, kind of paid for it a little bit. Ended up outside, didn't really move very well. But the two previous tries, I thought raced well. Uh, it's Paul McKenzie back who had, you know, got this horse into second on a snow night of February the 9th. I think that that horse has a decent chance from the rail. Uh, the two lucky fortune is a little obvious here. One, two in a row for 7,000 by six. Then uh, stepped up, caught the six hole for 15 and, you know, raced okay. Was first up, got all the way to second and then kind of, you know, got a little tired there. But the horse is in form. So I'm going to use that one. Uh, the five, Rousey Ronda, was claimed last time. Now stepped up. You know, this horse has gotten checks the last six races. It's always around it. So the claim, you know, that's what I'm interested in. Driver switch. We'll see how this one goes. And then the eight, bad, bad diva. Uh, this horse came off the bench and, and blew the blew the race out. One, ended up winning by four, you know, from the eight hole. You know, that race kind of set up just perfect. Uh, moved at the exact right time and won. This time... 
who knows what will happen. These are a little bit tougher than that race. And, you know, the horse is alive, obviously, but you're going to get a short price. So one, two, five, and eight. Rod, I understand you're a man of many opinions. And do, do your opinions match up with Mike's in this one? Yeah, kind of. Um, I'm going three deep here. I'm actually going to go four deep, four scratched. So oh, did? Uh, I'm adding the one. What? The force scratch. I did not know that. That happened before. That happened before the show, so our graphics are going to be altered. So keep going. Um, with the scratch of the four, I'm going one, two, three, eight here. Like Mike said, you know he's got the rail. Sort of should get away close and sit close. Uh, This is a spot. I mean, the horse draws inside every time, but this is kind of a spot where it looks like one could uh, possibly pop out a tool trip, especially with the scratch of the four here, who was the uh, big speed demon in the race. Uh, the two looks pretty obvious. Coming from Flamborough, off some quick miles, has been good over uh, at that racetrack since coming to uh, Isabel Darvo and uh, Rob Shepard. And... I- I do think this horse uh, definitely has a shot here. It's going to be a short price, though. Three, I'm going to throw on because I think this one could trip out. Uh, this this looks like a race. Maybe this, this type of field works better for this horse um, because there, there is a little bit more speed here, and this horse is a closer. Um even with the, you know, the one's going to press out of there a little bit. The two's going to try to press as much as possible, and the five's going to go up. With with this spot, I think maybe if this horse ends up in a spot to be second over, big shot to win at a really good price. And then the eight big bag, big bad diva first over last week. Uh, this is the one's uh, Louis. Or hashtag uh, Team to the Moon, which we are a part of, supporting breast cancer awareness. And uh, first start off the layoff, raced really well first over. Definitely has a big shot coming back to the mile distance and was Jay Harris's choice in the race. So that's where I'm going to go there. One, two, three, and eight. Now, Rod, I'm confused because I'm looking at my ADW right now and I'm seeing no signs that the force scratched out of this race. Well, I looked at two of them, and the four was scratched in both of them. Hmm. That, that's interesting. All right. Well, if that's the case, then I have, I'm have i going to add on a horse here because I was originally four, five, and eight. I'm going to throw on the two now in that case. I really didn't want to use this horse because he's probably going to be – she's probably going to be very cheap in here, but since the four was kind of a big speed in this race – uh, the two has some class or the two's been racing very well. Has an excuse last out. Uh, it's probably going to do better now because the four is out and has a better shot as a result. Not really much more to say about a horse. That's probably going to go off at like six to five, the five Rousey Ronda. I know I said North American Taekwondo update wasn't coming around anytime soon, but this mare could really give a one, two punch in this race. I should really resign now while I'm ahead, but <clears throat> she's also been very consistent. She's entering off a claim, moving up from the 7,000 ranks into the $15,000 level 
anytime a horse is moving up off the claim, even though you have to by most tracks rules, it's still a sign that the that the horse could be live, uh, just because this horse has dominated the seven thousand or at least raced consistently well there. Uh, I just don't really see her having much of a problem moving up in class. Then the eight bad bad diva is kind of an obvious one we've talked about. Makes her second start off a layoff since having not raced at the end of December last year. Uh, came in off a win, or com comes in off a win, excuse me, going first over, is going to be tracking the one who could very well put her in a similar spot. Uh, seems like she's going to show some speed from the inside. Uh, that said, the eight is probably going to try and work out a similar trip, and the question is whether or not uh, that'll pay off as it did last week. So I'm going to be 2-5-8, assuming the four Apple Tart Hanover is scratched. I'm curious why that hasn't come up for me yet. The second leg of this sequence, race number nine, as I accidentally open up Woodbine. That's not London. This is a Philly and Mare 7,000 claiming event. We have a field of eight going postered here. The AE is scratched. Uh, Mike, starting with you again, you're the deepest of all of us taking half of them. Yeah, I think another a race where you can maybe get a price. Uh, the three, Twin BJJ. Uh, this horse draws okay for Carol. Uh, you know, likely will be on the front using her gate speed and, you know, can control the race. Uh, definitely has a post edge on the seven, who will probably be favored in here and likes to come from off the pace. I'm I'm just betting this horse on speed alone, hoping that that she can kind of get it easy up front, and you know we'll see about the price. Uh, the four, what a sassy girl. This horse had a couple rough trips in a row. Uh, Harris is always aggressive, so could end up in the pocket here. And if you know she does end up in the pocket, I think that she's worth uh, taking as a price. Uh, if you look back, one this level, four back you know, with an aggressive ride, then, you know, got stuck outside a couple races, had no chance on that February 9th race. So, you know, for, if you're looking for a price, this horse is interesting. Uh, the six, Nadia can go. I liked this horse last week, had no chance with the drive that, that the horse was given. It's going to be a price tonight. Again, another closer in a race that, you know, maybe could set up for one. Uh, I just like the horse. I like the effort two back. I think that the price could be 15, 20 to one on this one. And then the seven moon lake, likely favorite, crushed last time, was claimed out of that race. and But seems to be a bit every other if you look. Uh, I'm not sure if the claim's going to change that. But, uh, you know, this horse has been in a lot of different barns lately at 12 years old. I don't necessarily trust three, four, six, and seven. Rod, you're a little more confident about yourself here. And you go too deep. Why? Yeah. I think this race is a little chalky. Um, I'll start with the three, Twin BJJ. Uh, it's been racing good. Uh, got stuck inside last time and uh, draws the inside again tonight. I think this horse is going to be firing early. There's not any speed inside of him to have to worry about too much. He may just go to get in front of the one, but I, I don't see any big-time speed there. So I think the three is going to make the lead. Uh, he's definitely going to be tough. She's going to be tough once she makes the front because I don't think she's going to let anyone go. And and then I'll go outside to the seven, Moon Lake, uh, coming back off the claim, been claimed three out of the last four starts. Uh, you know, four for six on the year. Uh, Leonard Lalonde 
clean the source. Uh, he had her three starts back, and she went for him on the front end. A concern, but uh, she's just been top-notch all season, and she's just been tough to beat at this level. So I'm going to stick with using her. I'm not going to single her. I singled her last week. Uh, this week, I, you know, just the post is, is the worrisome part for me. So I'm going too deep with the three and the seven. Shout out to Charles, who is trying to listen to the show, but he keeps getting spammed. Charles, maybe you have been selected to win that $1,000 Amazon gift card. I can't say if you have been or not. Uh, I can't even tell you whether or not you should click that link. Uh, However, it's out of my control. What is in my control are the horses I use in this leg of the pick four, which I'm kind of siding with Mike on this one. I feel like this is going to be a race where a horse off the pace could do well. That said, I almost used Twin BJJ, but this horse only has one race where she really held on, and that was at Flamborough Downs, her races here at London, albeit last time she was locked in and finished fifth, aren't really that appealing for a horse that should that could potentially wire them so that said i'm taking horses that are probably gonna come from a bit off the pace especially considering moon lake who's one of the two i use is in such good form though she hasn't lost a race here at london at this level her only race she did lose recently was moving up in class to the optional 10,000 level and other than that she ships over to flamborough and she has an excuse because she starts from post seven and is caught towards the back otherwise she's flown from off the pace to win at this level at London and comes in off a claim. She really is the horse to beat, and I I was wary to even go against her and not use her here. So that said, she, she is worrisome, and the fact that she's going to come from off the pace makes me think not to use a horse that could potentially wire him, with especially um, the three who, as I said, doesn't have much stamina. The one other horse I do add on, though, uh, to stop rambling, is the four. What a sassy girl. I love the move she made last week going first over, even though she faltered to finish fifth. She tested the pace, and albeit... To, she cost herself the race, but at the same time, she also has shown speed in the past, and she could end up stalking either up close or making a move outside. Because in all honesty, there is not a lot in this, a lot of form in this race that really shows a really sharp outer flow. So, what a sassy girl could very well go first over, circle by him, and then maybe hold on. I don't know. I'm just conjecturizing here and making up words in the process to sound smart. Four is going to be a decent price. She seems like one of the few horses here that has form other than the Seven Moon Lake, who is obviously the one to beat, even though she's the seven so I'm four seven in that second leg third leg of the sequence race number 10 and now is a $25,000 lifetime trot we have eight horses going posted here and again Mike four deep yeah four deep uh, the four new sheriff has won three in a row albeit at lower levels and you know has done it from off the pace each time and that's that's hard to do at, at Flamborough uh, but comes here new track uh, we'll see. We'll definitely be be hammered again. Uh, the five. Let me make sure of my numbers here. Sorry. Not the five, the six. The six, Tammy Joe. This horse raced against New Sheriff last time. I had been racing at Woodbine numbers to two and, and not really doing very well. Uh, you know, this is, uh, you know, Rankin now has this horse. He's He's usually live. 
with you know these kind of horses. If if another speed try comes, I think this horse can be close. And and depending on how good the the four is, you know maybe be able to get the jump. Uh, the seven, Northern Oath, you know has been racing at a little bit higher level. This number is at twenty five thousand. Um, you know and getting checks broke two back. When this horse does stay on stride, you know two wins and a third. You know albeit one a qualifier. So. I feel like the horse is going to be in the mix and usually Renault like tends to blast off from outside posts. And then the eight there's magic in me again, I've been racing at this upper level. Uh, Jay port sport was dominating that race. You know, last time really had no chance there. Uh, you know, prior to that, the horse has been racing well, getting checks draws the second tier here. I'm going to try that one. Also four, six, seven, eight. Rod, what you got against Northern oath. What do you do to you? Uh, you got the seven hole. That's the only thing. But I'm three deep here using the same horses as Mike other than the seven. So I'm going four, six, eight uh, with the four. Pretty obvious one uh, coming from Flammy has won four out of the last five. Racing really well. Tough to go against right now. But I'm going to try just on the ship over to London. Raced really good last time, and I actually needed this horse to win. And uh, I played this horse over Flammy, and just one of those trips, I thought he was going to clear, and then he didn't clear. And uh, just, you know, just got beat. Raced really well. Uh, comes over to London. Could uh, improve on the ship over. This horse seemed to do pretty well last time, and, and I'll – Hope that that horse carries the form over here. Um, then the eight uh, starts from the second tier. Come from way back last time, had no chance from from that spot, and uh, raced really well. Come the last half in uh, fifty nine and three or four. Uh, I think if that that effort repeats itself and this horse race is similar, got a big shot. But uh, the, this horse has been good, so I'm going to stick with using the horse here. Four six eight. Uh, I, I'm against Northern Oathmeal for the same reasons as you, Rod. I'm not a big fan of the outside post, especially considering that this mare sometimes can't even stay flat. And the fundamental aspect of trotting is to be able to trot. And I've found three horses that appear like they could do that fairly decently. Uh, the four and the eight, you two already touched on. They're pretty obvious. There's not much more to add on to that other than the fact that New Sheriff, I hope, takes a lot of play and is used on a lot of tickets because he seems very vulnerable to me, at least just because he's moving up in class. Those races at Flamborough are going to be faster, and people love to read the times like that. And this race is actually a lot more even than the form shows, at least in my eyes, which I'll probably be eating those words when this horse wires them at one to five. All that said, though, I add on one other horse other than the four and the eight, and that's for a bit of a price, the one Princess Julianne, who from the inside is probably going to be forwardly placed. And last time that happened was four starts ago against the $15,000 level where uh, she won as the favorite. 
She was the favorite, so of course she was probably in against horses that she was better than. But at the same time, she's in a similar position here. She's had some outside draws in the past and has clearly been a bit of a victim of those. Three starts ago, she tried to get involved. She gained eight lengths within a quarter of a mile around the final turn to get fourth at this 25,000 level. Then two starts back was wide and chased horses to finish fourth. So it's not like she's not involved in these races it's just she's not in the right place to perform well now drawing the inside and potentially being up towards the front she has a decent shot and at a decent price in a race where a lot of people are going to be using this one favorite that could probably be beat it's in my best interest to use this horse so i'm 148 in the third leg of the sequence which i just realized is also a hunch bet just because we're broadcasting off of 148.ca final leg of the sequence is race number 11 it's a I was about to say it's a Friday, February 23rd pace. It's a Philly and Mare $7,000 claiming pace. Purse of 5,000. Nine horses going postward here. Rod, Rod, you use five of them. How could, how could five horses have a shot, Rod? Well, if you were reading NahuPex.com today, you would have read my top five in race six. I can't even read, and... Rod. And you would have caught the high five for 20 cents, which paid $647, by the way. Uh, so I'm going with my my five on Nahoo picks here. I think any of these five can win the race. Uh, it really depends on setup. So I'll start with the one, uh, Lady Richmond. Uh, she's going to be firing early. Last time she was on the lead, actually last two times she was on the lead, she finished third, raced really well. Uh, she seems to like the front end, or being up close. And... Uh, from this spot on the rail, big chance that happens again. Uh, the two big diva, another one that likes to leave and sit up close uh, for a pocket trip here. And uh, as long as they don't don't they don't get into a big battle, she's going to be uh, all right in this field. The three, Betham Jenny, um, could benefit here if. They go fast in front of her. She's probably going to be first over. But, you know, I, I don't mind that with this horse. She's good enough. So uh, I think you got to use um, the fourth is Pat Shepard. Uh, he's been on fire. Second start Lasix for this one. Uh, race first over last time and just got a little tired on the end, but should hit the ticket and has been fairly consistent other than, you know, two stars back when she bled. Uh, and I'm a big proponent of using horses second time Lasix, no matter what. And then a seven mighty mouse, uh, had this one teeth last week. Really well from that spot. I thought she had no chance of pass, and she just kept looking and, and went by them all. Uh, this is another spot, a little bit tougher spot. Uh, she's going to have to pass them all, and uh, it's really going to depend how fast they go up front. So uh, I kind of play both angles here. Uh, if they do get a little crazy up front, Mighty Mouse will be coming. If they go slow up front, it's going to be the inside horses. So uh, that's kind of the angle I took there. One, two, three, four, seven. Mike, I don't know about you, but I heard a lot of numbers that I don't necessarily remember. I'm, I'm counting on you to give me a more simplified ver look at this race. Come on through for me, Mikey. Mikey, come on. You're too deep. 
Tell me why. Where'd Mike go? Mike, did you give it to them? Mike. Mike, don't go! I chose, like, the worst tone of voice to sing a comeback song to. Yeah, we're not real sure what Mike's doing right now. Uh, I'm not necessarily sure what I'm doing either. I have really no control over... Well, you... However... Thank, thank God, uh... Oh, thank... Oh, phew! Oh, Mike. Mike, help me out here. I have no idea what Rod just said. It was too much for me. Yeah, so sorry. My computer, like, crashed there, so now I'm on my phone, but... Okay. I, I missed what he said. I don't know what he said. Too many numbers. Too you have less. Too deep in the last one. Lady Richmond draws the rail. You know, has faced some tougher ones lately. I like to draw one nine times last year, so I think she'd be able to get a trip, especially this mile on the 16th. And then the three... Benham Jenny, likely favorite. This horse is more of a closer. Uh, you know, hasn't really been getting setups and has ran into a, a few sharp ones. Uh, you know, maybe a little over bad. I like Byron, though. I, I think he can get one in play. Uh, you know, so one three to finish. Oh, no, it's time for me now. Oh, boy, it's my turn. <sighs> when I was born, I'm going too far back. Okay, so I'm four deep in this last race. Uh, I'm starting off with the three-horse Bedham Jenny, but this horse is fairly obvious. Mike, it's one of the horses Mike keyed his ticket on. She's raced well at London here in the past. She draws well here again. Could possibly do the same. Can Art's the four-horse, and that's the second one I used. I was I was on her last week, uh, but then she went first over, and then she just lost the race because of that. So I'm hoping this week that she doesn't do that, and maybe instead... Uh, Goes second over, sits at the rail, does anything but work, and then maybe she'll pay off. I don't know. Can, can you tell I'm a little ticked off? That that means I'm good at, at you know, conveying emotion. Five smockety frocks. It's the third horse I use. I like the fact that she was first over last time, even though she faltered. I I just I like moves like that. It's a good signal for a horse that could potentially be live. This horse should also be a decent price too, because they're gonna see oh Gordon McKnight's driving the horse. Also trains and owns the horse. Horse must big junk and then i'll be i'll be laughing when that heap of trash goes to the winner's circle and i collect my money <laughs> and i use the seven mighty mouse who may come and save the day uh just because this horse or this mare can come from off the pace and if it sets up going a mile and a 16th too she'll have that extra ground to move and she did it last time she could do it again here there's not there is some speed and there's some speed that will collapse. That said, I'm I know I'm no I'm out of the shot, Mike. You don't have to wave your finger at me. Don't wag your finger at me. I do good things. Not bad things. I'm three, four, five, seven. <laughs> okay, I'm going I'm out I'm going down. Wait, okay. I'm three, four, five, seven in the last leg, which makes my ticket go as follows. For twenty cents, I am now two five eight. With four seven, with one four eight, with three four five seven, that's fourteen dollars and forty cents for twenty cents. Mike, your ticket. One two five eight with three four six seven with four six seven eight with one three. It's twenty five sixty. And Rod, your ticket. One two three eight with three seven with. Four six eight with one two three four seven twenty four bucks. I'm sorry. What are the what are your substitutions in the first leg? 
My first leg is one, two, three, eight. Okay, so you add the one and the three. Yes. I'm. I need to know because I'm posting it on Facebook, and I want the public to be informed because that's the foundation of a democracy. This is an informed republic. That said, I am now a submarine. I I said the scratch of the fort changed the whole dynamic of the race for me. So that's why I, I I changed my numbers there in first. And I am a submarine. Dive, dive, dive. Woo! I I yeah, lowered I lowered myself out of the shot if you're watching on ra- if you're watching on radio. You know how come Nobody's watching on radio. How come with a submarine they have dive, 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 but when it goes up, they never have rise, rise, rise. <laughs> and what if that if that was the case, then that submarine would probably be called like the SS Lazarus or something. So we're at Western Fair now. I don't see how many minutes to post because I'm still stuck on Facebook.com. So if I if I get the cursor, there we go. Three minutes to post according to them. <laughs> Uh, I was going to talk about this earlier because um, I saw this phenomenon happen. I saw it again. Whenever I see almost a consensus top pick on the handy... Someone's clicking. Um, whenever I see a consensus top pick on racing feeds such as this one with the 8 Bad Bad Diva, I'm instantly skeptical of that horse. So, like, th- she's 9-5 to five here. I would be looking against her. Simple as that. That happened earlier with um, Airborne Sealster. And then some seven horse one paid like ten bucks while the favorite lost. <clears throat> I I feel the same way. I'm you know if, if the horse seems so obvious that like that, then uh, typically they're they're vulnerable. I think so. I'm always looking to spread out though. I'm always looking to spread out. My yeah, we're, we're, we're not big on playing uh, chucks. Obviously, but there's. So two two to one shots here. We you know, we're using them, but we don't want them. I'm not using one of them. And whenever you bring up the word chalk, I got it. My 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 mouth dries. Mm. Oh, there we what, go. What do you eat, chalk? Uh, have you know? Do you know me? I you made me drop my water. Do you know me? I wonder why you drink a bunch of water. Look, some kids ate Play-Doh, other kids ate bugs, and some kids had a well-balanced meal every now and again. You so can't pick fourth getting ready to go would by now. I mean, my ticket's posted on Nahu Picks. Oh yeah. Uh, we have a website. I just missed being a lot early after a goofy race 5, which is a whole other story, but We have a website. It's on my shirt. <laughs> If if you're illiterate like me, uh, that website is nahupix.com. Although if you're illiterate, you probably wouldn't know how to type that out. So uh, I could I could for those of you who if you're watching us on Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, or YouTube, you can see us. We're all sporting the Nahu gear here. I, I was trying to help out those who are unable to read, but Rod, keep plugging the merchandise that is available on our website at very affordable prices. All you want, it's it's fine. I don't have to say anything. Jeez. Yeah, we need to get some. Before you buy, how to sell stuff. The better off we are, come and do a track near you. So just just buy our gear. We need you to buy it. Right. <laughs> 
Don't, Plus, don't, you can do this. Don't only buy our gear, buy us. Wait, I think that's illegal. Wait, no, it's called entertainers. We're entertainers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that... Yeah, legal prostitution. This race is coming up at Western Fair. Uh, they have a countdown clock now, which is helpful, and I I don't know about you guys, but I feel like taking credit for it just because. We never said, like, hey, London, this is a great idea, but so much has been happening over there the last few months, and everything's just been coming up Millhouse for them. And we're glad that we're able to partner with a track... Is increasing exponentially, which is awesome. Yeah, they're, we're going to keep promoting London because they're doing a great job of getting new fans into the, you know, into the mix. No matter if it's on track or off track, and that they're, they're keeping people interested, and mm -hmm. we're happy to be a part of it. New fans are important too because with the rising global temperatures, it's going to be a one hot summer. And anyway, to go, uh, so Western Fair. <laughs> can't wait for people to laugh. You can't do it. What? Uh, I, knew, I know that's what you were waiting on, so I didn't, I didn't even try to laugh. No, I, I knew I didn't want to say, I didn't want to keep it going, so I killed it. Because I have that power. I have the power to destroy whatever I create. That was like the whole premise of Medea. For the, for, yeah. for, for the, no, not, not Tyler Perry's Medea, which uh, is loose, is a loosely... Right. Loosely based on um, the Greek Euripides play of the same name. Because Boo and Medea Halloween is actually where she tries to get back at her husband for cheating on her. But it's, it's, a, it's an entirely different story. It's built for an entirely different demographic. Both decent. <laughs> no one ever says it's decent. I, everyone boos quite literally on Medea. What's, what's wrong with it? But yet somehow it's making... Dollars. Exactly. Like, what's wrong? What's wrong with Medea? Good. Good for Tyler. Perry. It's so hard to get work. It, it's so hard to get work out there, and any any way you could possibly give work to other people, it's a good thing. That said, we are not hiring. They're coming to post here soon <laughs> at Western Fair. <clears throat> Two minute countdown clock. Has now initiated. <laughs> what am I doing? I'm. I have a. I have a renegade mic stand right now. Mike, I. I've. Mike, I've lost control of the mic stand. So. Mike. Mike. I. I don't know what's going on with you. Mike, the, the mic, I can't, medicate. I can't stop the mic stand, Mike. Okay, I'm holding it down. Holding it down. I hate, you gotta hate when those mic stands just, you know, get a mind of their own. Apparently. Uh, one minute, ten seconds, one minute, nine seconds, one minute, eight. I'm getting a feeling this clock is ticking downwards at Western Fair. Three to two on the two lucky fortune. Didn't I say that? Didn't I say that was going to happen? I think I did. I, th I think I said this horse is going to go off seven to five. Well, maybe if you listened, Rod. Maybe. If, if, only, maybe. if only anyone listened. to me. Nine to five on the eight bad, bad diva. Two. Uh, then the third choice here, five to one, the three. DD Black. I don't like DD Black. 
Never did. However, Rousey Ronda at nine two. Rousey Ronda at nine to one. That's dangerous. That is dangerous. I don't like her in this in this race. <clears throat> off the claim, I, I just don't like her. How can you not like a horse off the claim? Not off that claim. Oh, why? Is it one of those claims that has an asterisk next to it? So you go, uh-oh, bad claim. That was a bad claim. No, I mean... Carther had her. Which? Hmm? I, mean, I I just don't like the horse. Well, we, we played this game once tonight already. And let's play it again. This time, Rod loses again. They're going to post. It, it's post time. That's what the that's what my screen says. And the internet would not lie to me. <clears throat> Wings of the gator opening. Thank God we've given you something to do, like call the race. So you don't, you know, yeah. in Parkinson's mode. What? <laughs> why do you, why do you why 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 do you have to bring down Michael J why did you bring Michael J. Fox down to my level? The man in Back to the Future One Back to the Future 2, and Back to the Future 3, Tokyo Drift. Why would you bring him, stoop him down to my level? Oh, man. I'm so Michael, if you're listening to the show, I, I apologize on behalf of all of us. You're, 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 you're way more talented than I am. But this field is... Right. I was going to say they're in motion approaching the start, but you don't let me. They're off. And pacing from the inside, leaving out DD Blackout to Southfield Spirit around that first turn. Lucky Fortune split sources and is moving up to take the lead as they swirl into the back stretch. Here goes Lucky Fortune clearing Southfield Spirit, getting away third. Rousey Ronda in front of DD Black fourth as they move on to the first quarter. Bad Bad Divas fifth. What makes me win then towards the rear, right behind Hoosier Lucky Lady as they go on to that first panel. It's the favorite. Lucky Fortune leading by a length and a quarter. Southfield Spirit sitting the pocket. Third, then Rousey Ronda. Fourth, DD Black as they circle that far turn first time. Fifth, then uh, comes Bad Bad Diva being an edge to the outside, flushing out DD Black. Still, who's your lucky lady? Second to last, and last of them all, Watt makes me win, turning into the stretch first time. Lucky Fortune in front of Southfield Spirit locked in now as DD Black rushes up on the outside to challenge the pace setter and now sticks a neck in front as they move into that clubhouse turn. Bad Bad Diva tracks her, now taking over the fourth spot. Then shuffle to fifth. Rousey Ronda looking for room to tip out. Towards the back of the pack. Who's your lucky lady? Stride for stride with what makes me win. Onto the three-quarter panel. Lucky Fortune. Narrow advantage on Dee Dee Black to the outside, beginning to drop back. Inside Southfield Spirit looking for room. Caught behind dull cover. Bad Bad Diva looking to go three high. Locked at the rail, then still two. Rousey Ronda. What makes me win? Second to last overtaking who's your lucky lady in the rear around the final turn lucky fortune has a two and a half length advantage here on southfield spirit chasing second rousey ronda now shakes loose bad bad divas circling around dd black as they turn for home having to catch lucky fortune southfield spirit edges off the rail deeper on the track rousey ronda it's these three coming to the line dd black rousey ronda lunging late here's rousey ronda giving the one two punch on DD Black and Southfield Spirit at nine to one. Remember when I said 
when there's a consensus pick on the live feed, I'm instantly skeptical. Nine to one. Remember what Rod said? This horse was done good. What would happen? You're like the kid with that. Uh, yeah, the guy, the guy that was just one piece of death. We didn't hear what you said, so... Uh, ma- I'm sorry, we, we can't... I gave, I gave out a $650 uh, <laughs> sixth race. We're busting your... Was that posted? Wait, I'm going to go... I'm going to go to Nahu. It was posted. <laughs> if you boxed my five numbers, it oh, came in. No, Nahu posted. <laughs> right. We're oh, yeah, because I'm going to play a 20-cent straight. Let's just play a 20-cent straight high five. I'm sure we'll hit it. Did you, did you do that? You would have won. If I play a twenty cent straight high five, yeah, that, that that's a that's a smart bet. That's a Ray Catolo bet. If, if you if you box my seven selections, you're probably gonna hit the try. Hold on a sec. Hold on. Stop all of your horses for a second. Stop all of your horses for a second. We're all you're all going up in arms about one race, and you're forgetting the fact that this is the first race I've given out a winner since like the '60s. I figured that's what we should be There's celebrating. No. Rod's giving out 35 super high fives if you box all his numbers. <laughs> if you box my five numbers, five, for a high five, you have won literally in the last week $1,700. You're Rod, welcome. Rod, Rod. You should Rod. suggest that on the site maybe. Just assuming people do that on their own. Right. We're just busting your chops for one race. You don't need to give the entire historiography of the bets you've given out. You're, there's a reason you're on this show. Hey. hey. <laughs> That's a total of uh, five high fives. I've I've given out the top five in the in two of those high fives. Eleven hundred and seventy dollars and six hundred and fifty dollars. So one, one of those was a massive outlier, but that's an entirely different story. Mike and I job, move on in the pick four. Woo. However, you did not give out the winner of this past race, despite our efforts to try to convince you otherwise. I mean, I didn't really try that hard to convince you. I just said I didn't agree. Not always the next horse, but like I said, the scratch of the four changed the entire dynamic of the race, and... I didn't really like that horse anyway. I just the only reason I played that horse was was off the claim. That was it. That was really the only reason. And the horse seems to be right there all the time, out of from outside post. And I, yeah, you know the the horse is off the claim. That that's the only reason I bet the horse. The horse was off the claim. But then again, the horse has also been racing really well. So the only reason though is off the claim. The horse has been racing well. But you know, just, there's only the one reason. Just the one. I'm not real sure why the two went to the front. That that made no sense to me. This horse has never been on the front. Uh, let's check out. I think, you know what? This show should just be a straight ball bust the rest of the show. <laughs> because I like my chances. I think I'm one to nine. Uh, let's take. Wait, a- you're you're gonna you're gonna be busting my balls about the two being on the front? What balls? No. I was kind of, I was kind of referring to Ray a little there, but I can get to you if, if you want. Well, if, if that, any that don't make any sense. If anyone's listened to the show for the past like year and a half, you should know that these two guys just don't like me. <laughs> listen, if you listen to the show, you know that Rod gave out thirty-seven high fives. 
If you box his five portions. Now, Rod, here's what I don't get. You give out all those high fives, yet during our live shows, you never once give any of the fans a high five. You, you got sensitive hands? You got... You, you, you're a germaphobe? I do. You're you, you Howie Mandel? Look, Very. look if, if, any, if anybody has met... Howie oh. Mandel, he doesn't have sensitive hands. He's like a germaphobe. Uh, play back the yeah, tape. Yeah, I heard that too. Play back the tape. Like, he refuses to talk to anybody because he's a germaphobe. I've actually heard that, which is weird. You've heard it because it's... I don't know, true? He's self-documented. He's he's registered with the National Germ Association, so that way all of the bacteria know to stay away from him. Because, really, like, I don't I don't really watch like uh, primetime TV or main main channels like your local channels or anything like that. I watch like sports channels, and that's it. I either have like ESPN or a regional sports network on. Or RTN. That's it. Like, I don't watch normal TV like everybody else. Like how the male peacock flashes his feathers. Rod's currently conducting his mating ritual, his mating dance, his mating call. I'm listing all of the manly channels he watches on a daily basis. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't watch that America's Got Talent crap. I only have the rugby channel. I, I'm just saying, like, I, I know... Howie Mandel is a germaphobe for some reason. I don't even know how I know it. And, like, I know he's on one of those talent shows. I, the best show he was on, though, was the one where they opened the briefcases and they had, like, him and 30 hot chicks. Well, I feel like your favorite part of that yeah, show was the 30 hot it. chicks. Yeah, that was the reason to watch the talent show. My favorite. It was deal or no deal. My favorite part was the suitcases. The women in bikinis. Yeah, like, could you imagine the pitch meeting for that show? It's just, all right, so the premise is you go on and you guess you, you guess cases, and inside the cases each va- is a value of money. However, uh, if you can choose, it's the last case that has the money you win, and then the executives, of course, they're in Hollywood, they just go, not enough hot chicks. <clears throat> And that's how that show was born. That, that, that sells. That sells all day. Like, like it, yeah. it, it, it's so. Like, we just need to get a hot chick on this show, and we're set. Like, wait, we'll wait, get an wait. Not I'm not enough. Exactly. No. Look, I, I like deal or no deal to me seemed kind of like it, it seemed pretty evident uh, the lengths and bounds they would go to to kind of like sell sex on TV. But then when then when it got to the prices right and they put true carry out in a bikini. I thought it was just too much. Too much. That's just my opinion. That price, ladies and gentlemen, is not right. So, Mike and I are live in this pick four, and that's a sentence I'm not used to saying, and I know Mike is going to jump in and go, that's just because you're not me. And then I'll go, yeah. <laughs> well, if you, if you do watch this show, typically I'm alive in most of these tickets. Rod's alive in three-quarters of the tickets, and you're alive in about 5%. Well, the question is, are we actually alive? <laughs> are we a- is an- are any of us actually alive? Does this world even exist? All of these things are discussions I have with my local homeless people. $600 live in this pick four. Wow. Wow, this is going to pay well. Wow. That's a good start. 
Wow! I'm trying to really emphasize what that means. W? Yeah. Or like W0W. Uh, um, uh, like you get an M and you flip it around and then you get a lowercase O and then like you get another, yeah, like a lowercase W. Wow. If you're looking at Woodbine for tonight, race eight, the, the one's actually not a bad play right now. We'll this see. This has been against it a couple of times, bro. What's Woodbine? Is that a top selection on NahuPicks.com? It is. It actually is. Now, you guys keep bringing up this NahuPicks.com. What on earth is NahuPicks.com? Tell us, Rod. That's our this on. That's what it is. Rod, that was that that was the least descriptive thing I could have ever imagined. It's like, uh, it's like, um, <laughs> what what what's it like? It's like, um, okay, so, ah, oh, damn. Keep talking. I'm gonna think about good analogy. Wow. We got like- Picks.com. It's got our analysis of Woodbine, the Meadowlands, and Western Fair every live race night. Mike and I go through, we do the entire card, and we actually take our time with it. We don't two minutes on this. This isn't a, a punch a number and, and give a sentence. This is our actual analysis and what we are going to play. So we give our analysis every single live race day at each of those tracks. If they're racing that day, we've got analysis for it. If we don't, it's because something happened. Thus far... We, we just secured our deal with the Meadowlands for the, the entire year of 2018. And we have uh, Western Fair, which we do every single night. You can also find the picks on the live feed on the simulcast. And Mike does Woodbine every live race night. So you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, trying to find head over there. Maybe we can figure it out for you. Rod, what you did was the equivalent this is going to fall so flat because I waited too long. <laughs> it's the equivalent of if they were pitching Lost. And so the executives are going, all right, so you got a show called Lost. What happens? And then they say, well, I mean, a lot of stuff happens, but then it doesn't. For, for anyone that watched Lost, that makes a lot of sense. Because it was the worst ending of all television. I don't even like the show. I'm just trying to convey the same emotions that some people feel. I'm doing a thing called pandering. Speaking of pandering, this race at what that makes no that's a that's a horrible segue. Two minutes to post for the ninth at Western Fair. After this, we'll be going to break, and when we come back, we'll have analyses of the Woodbine pick four and the Meadowlands pick four. Uh, they're parading right now here, and another consensus pick on the TV: five to two on Moon Lake. Oh no! I don't. I don't know. like the price, <clears throat> but you're gonna get that. I mean, actually, that's high. It's yeah, be a lot lower. Mm-hmm. By the time it's all said, yeah. I mean, you kind of knew that she was gonna get bet. She always does oh. get bet. She's three to five now. Uh, I mean, it really is hard to go against her. To, at, but at three to five, I think you got to try to. Just because she has a seven hole. 
I'll say to you what I've what I said to someone the day Maven lost the I'm a Lula at the Meadowlands in 2013. Someone said to me, "How could you not use Maven in this race?" And I said, "It's easy. You don't." That said, I'm still on board with Moon Lake, but you gotta. Ca- that's that's fantastic, right there. Ex- exactly, and you know what happened? I gave out 64 high fives in that race. Uh, I'm bo- boxer numbers. <laughs> I actually gave out Doris saying she paid like 36 bucks after a whole three-year-old season of catch trying to catch her at 99 to one, and she just couldn't win. But she I think was, she paid a lot more than 36 bucks, didn't she? No, she paid 36. Hmm. I remember because that was that was a big moment for me. That was yeah, because she brings it up every week. Brings up that's the first time I mentioned Dorsey <laughs> since like 2015. I've heard this story easily 35 times. I, I'm just. I'm just saying. But Mike, let's be honest. <laughs> Mike, let's be honest. It's a great story. It's it's the equivalent it's of story. Batman v Superman. Be- okay, it's a good story. It's not a great story. It's a good story. Right? It's not as good as Rod's stories, but it's good. That that's true. If anyone knows Rod, Rod has some very very good stories. I have very good stories from horse racing. Uh, very debaucherous stories, but very good stories. No, my stories are good. And and there there's uh there's a lot of weird stories that people kinda look at you like, come on now. But they're all true because you can you can talk to people. It, it's <clears throat> harness racing is a very weird business. How weird is it? It's weird. That was an awful <laughs> answer. <laughs> Oh my god! I don't. I don't even know what happened tonight. But this is like, I don't know if it's good or bad, but it's certainly funny. Well, maybe that's because you guys are having fun. I almost ran over to the piano, but I knew that would make everyone cranky. Even though I've been, I've been learning. Hey, hold on. I want to give a shout out to Isabel Darvo who's watching right now. I know she's at Western Fair. Hey, she's what? You have uh, horses to saddle. Don't watch us. You got races to do. Hey, stop deterring people from watching us. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just uh, saying. She's probably got more important so, things to do. So I, I want. Hold on, I want to publicly ask Isabel if she's still watching. I want to ask her right now if she, if she'll put me up on April twentieth. I want you to put me up on a horse because I know you. Oh, on a horse. Okay. I thought like you were yeah. looking for a, a place to stay because you're going to start your Text tour me. of Text Canada. Me. You're going to start your couch surfing Rod, tour across Canada. Rod pimping himself out for drives now on North American Harness Update. Yep. I, I've taught you guys way too well. Because that's all entertainment is. Entertainment is selling out and trying to do it right. Is that what it is? Well, clearly. Look at me. Four to five on the Seven Moon Lake. Uh, eight to five on Twin BJJ. Eight to one on What a Sassy Girl. Ooh la la. That's good. Wow. That's a good price. I'm three, four, six, seven. <clears throat> I'm four, seven here with 150 to post. And also for anyone that even, I don't even know if anyone understand this reference, but I keep looking at the shirt I'm wearing tonight and it's, I'm, I'm dressed up like Mike Birbiglia in the sense of like, I look like a child in an oversized dress shirt, which I mean, in all honesty, in all honesty, that is my personality type. Um, <clears throat> I took the Myers Briggs test and I, I, I failed. So there's 120 
to post at Western Fair. You can't fail a personality test, especially if you're me. Even money on Moon Lake. She's going up all... Twin BJJ's going down. They're really going to bet this horse down to be the favorite? What? But the four is also taking lots more money recently. Down to five to one. You know, I'm not used to when I say things that actually having an impact on the board. Just because... Uh, oh, that's, that has to be what it is. It, that's the only answer. Because they're, we're broadcasting live over the the sound waves of the track apron. And we're broadcasting live in France, in Belgium, in Waffle wow. House, in uh, Gran Turismo, in... Wow. Uh, no, we are actually live in the UK right now. Well, we're live all around the world. Because the world is well, round. I watch you. They're really here for Rod, I think, because Rod knows everyone. Now they they they're not necessarily here for Rod just because uh, you know uh, I'm I'm one of them. Uh, I'm, no, that's Australian. No, it's not Australian. Bre- the brother. Oh, damn it! I was thinking about the, the live show today when you were talking to the Australian, and um, yeah, and you guys said stop doing. I had him convinced. I had I had Greg Hayes convinced I was one but, with the Australians. And then you're... The, the, is, is I'm not, <laughs> the race is going at London, so do that. But we'll talk about this after. Hold the race. It's post time. I don't take answers. Wait. One to two on Moon Lake. In motion, approaching start off. And pacing, Nadia can go. Fires out. Twin B, JJ leaves. Zinfandart. To the inside, out to around that first turn. Twin B, JJ, grabbing the front. Zinfan Dart, second, third, then made of silver. The back stretch, a pint of delicious in fourth. Dropping back fifth, then what a sassy girl in front of Jazzy Crombie. Wide of them, Nadia can go. Moon Lake checks in eighth in the octet as they move on to that opening quarter. Twin B, JJ uncontested here, leads by a length and three quarters over Zinfandert in second. Third made of silver, fourth then a pint of delicious around the turn, marching overland uncovered. Nadia can go. Jonesing for support around that turn. Moon Lake gonna track her. Locked at the inside then. What a sassy girl who's third to last. The penultimate of the bunch here. Turning into the stretch, Jazzy Crombie as Twin B, JJ leads to the halfway point point in front of Zinfandart second third still made of silver outside marching Nadia can go up to fourth shuffled back a pint of delicious Moon Lake dragged into contention sixth Wada Sassy Girl to her inside seventh and Jazzy Crombie still trails off the half into the backstretch approaching three quarters it's still Twin B JJ unchallenged Nadia can go now up to third within two lengths of the lead and is rushing up to challenge the pocket sitter Zinfandart now stride for stride with her Three wide, Moon Lake. And four wide, what a sassy girl. So they come to three quarters. Moon Lake is pursuing Twin B JJ towards the center of the track. Tracking her, what a sassy girl as Moon Lake now takes a narrow lead around that final turn. Twin B JJ battles back to the inside. Between horses, Nadia can go. Locked at the inside, Zin Fandart. But they turn for home with a jump on him as Moon Lake. She leads by two, turning into the stretch. And Moon Lake extends her lead over Twin B JJ trying to hold on to second. Zin Fandart up the inside with what a sassy girl towards the center. Moon Lake kicks away to win here over Zin Fandart. Then for third, Twin B JJ 
We have a time for the race that is just not meant to be known. <clears throat> Timer not working at London tonight. Wonder why. They'll show you out there. It's 202 and 4. 202 and 4. 2 to 5 favorite Moon Lake moves Mike and I on <clears throat> in this sequence. And that said, I'm we're. I job on 4 there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where'd that horse come from? <laughs> like. That horse was on. Yeah. So we're going to go to break now because we're already in the second hour. When we come back here with more North American Horse Update, we have the early pick four from Woodbine and the late pick four from the Meadowlands. So of all of you watching on the video, you can head on over to 148.ca backslash one to listen to the show, or you can catch us on archive the day after we air, which of course would be tomorrow. But either way, we're coming back with a whole other hour of North American Harness Updates. Stay tuned for more delicious, creamy goodness that is a full nougat center of harness racing on the internet's favorite universe of North American Harness Update. More adjectives and more uh, contenders coming at you. Please, music, come on. I'm done talking. When you're big And trouble seems so far You put your belly up to the bar Squinch your eyes You can almost miss the dirt You tell yourself It couldn't hurt But when you're small You can't walk down the hall When you're small You're not very big at
Philippong Woodbridge. Conservation officials have issued a flood warning along Lake Simcoe. The Lake Simcoe Region Conservation Authority issued the warning for low-lying areas beside the lake thanks to warmer weather and a sizable amount of rain. Water levels are expected to remain high. A Markham man is accused of selling fake tickets online. Toronto police say between March 2015 and February 2017, a man had used compromised credit cards to buy hundreds of movie tickets online, reselling them on social media. A fraud investigation and search warrant revealed the suspect's house was full of cash and gift cards. Ning Lee, a 35-year-old Markham resident, is facing eight various counts of fraud and unauthorized use of credit cards. Tim Taylor wants to be Newmarket's next mayor. The regional councillor made the announcement after current Newmarket Mayor Tony Van Bynen signaled his intention to step aside next municipal election. Taylor has been regional councillor and deputy mayor for 12 years, adding he wants to continue the town's success with various projects. Rain than sun in the forecast, plus five across the region. I'll have more headlines on SRN1 for now in Philippong. Thank you, Phil, and welcome back to more Altered Carbon. I am whoever is the star of that show. I don't know. I'm not... I'm not... Hip! <laughs> and I'm also joined by my co-hosts, Mike Prebozy and Rod Alms Jr. Back for a second you. hour of... Rod Alms Jr. You. Rod Why am I echoing? Hmm? Uh, I, I, I just enjoy playing with the nervous tick Rod has where whenever someone says his full name, he has to push Greg, air out of his throat. Yes. What in God's name are you playing at the break? Can, can we play something, anything that's half decent instead of this crap? I, We're trying to get people to listen to this thing, and you're doing that. What's wrong with it? No, hold, on, hold on, hold on. What's, what's wrong with it? Junk. Why? Why is it it's junk? How? How is it junk? Just because it doesn't have some guy going up and down the street? I go like what, what's there? There's no. There's nothing. There's no support behind what you're saying. Like it's one there, thing. There's no such song like that. So don't do that. What do you mean? There's no such song like that. Like what? I've never. I've never listened to a song where they say up and down the street I go. <laughs> what's better than when you're small? <laughs> when you're small, when you're small. Jesus! Wow, God, God forbid! God. I play, I play a song that actually has some lyrical substance to it. God, when you're small. Actually, listen to Tupac. Not, 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 that's the thing. It's a Tupac's. I didn't say Tupac's bad, but okay. There has to be some compromise between when you're small and Tupac. Somewhere in the middle. Let's go. Waka flocka. Yeah. No, like here's I, I don't I don't play hip hop. I just don't. Hip- okay, don't play when you're small. <laughs> Why? It's it's off of MGMT's new album which is out now and it's an album that I highly recommend people listen to. Okay, thank you. Let's move on. Little Dark Age, an actual album that provides an interesting introspection into what it means to be human. Jesus Christ. Crucify me now, why don't you? So we have other than if I was close to you, I would think about it. I mean, that's they did it to Jesus for a reason. So we have Woodbine and Meadowlands to talk about, uh, and we're gonna probably start with Woodbine just because that's what we agreed on before the show. There's really no other reason behind it. No math, no arithmetic, arithmetical, uh, arithmetical um, reason 
just the word reason. No reason why we choose one or the other. And the Woodbine early pick four, which, by the way, Woodbine fully behind that song. I don't know. I, I, I just... I'm dumbfounded when people say that's a bad song. Give me, give me reasons why. I don't like the chord progression. I don't like, I don't like the lyrics. I don't, and then give me reasons why. Just, oh my god, I'm, I'm flustered. You gave me reasons why. You gave me reasons of just because it's not hip hop, which I understand genre taste. That's one. That's a. You at least could say genre. <clears throat> no, like, because it's boring. Did I'm you? saying pick four. Woodbine. Saturday. Let's go. <laughs> pick four. Uh, this is the hell I've condemned myself to. Woodbine Racetrack has a pick four that they offer every race card that starts with their fourth race. It, of course, is known as the early pick four. It's a guaranteed pool of $50,000 uh, every week. And some weeks... You hit it, other weeks you don't. And some race, well, actually, it's not weeks, it's every race night it offers a 50,000 pool. Sometimes you hit it, sometimes you don't. And either way, uh, I don't know, you're probably going to get criticized for your taste in music. So this first leg of this pick four starts with race number four, as I've said. It's a non-winners of $17,500 in their last five starts. We have nine horses lining up here. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm getting settled in here as I do the first hour standing up and the second sitting down. Uh, so, Mike, starting with you, this is a race where we have a bunch of horses dropping out from the uh, preferred ranks. And I'm curious how much that influenced the way you saw the class of this field. Well, I'm using all three of those because, you know, the difference between that race and this race is significant. Um, you know, much better horses in that race. Uh, the four of my top pick, Artistic Madison, has been racing very well at this upper level. Uh, really had no chance last time in the preferred race. The race didn't set up. Before that, came flying home to just miss. Uh, you know, definitely fits. This horse used to be a front-ender, but they've started taking her back and she's been making these massive rallies and, and getting checks uh, one six times last year. She's still pretty sharp. I like her. The three and the six both drop out of the preferred last time. Both raced okay. The, the six a little better than the than the three. Uh, Buttermilk Hanover is the six and you know this horse is is always right there at this level. Won nine times last year. Ran into exhilarated two back who was not losing that night, and then last time flew home 27 and one against the top level. So that horse needs to be used. Exhilarated's in this race, has won two in a row, almost got picked off last time, but by a, a pocket sitting perfect trip type. But this horse still won from the eight hole, is, is capable of winning again on the front, but this is a little bit better of a race. So I'm gonna use the middle of the gate three, four, five, and six. Rod, where do you stand in terms of the field? Give me numbers. Uh, I'm actually pretty close to what Mike's got here. I'm four deep. Uh, I'll start with the three. Uh, you know, same thing. This is a mare dropping from the preferred. I'm actually using three horses dropping from the preferred. Um, but we know between her, between the three, Ruby's Prescott and the four, Artistic Madison, the two of them uh, made over 200 grand last year. They're good horses. Uh, no reason not to use either one of them, especially on the drop. Uh, I would have used the five, but um, she just she's been racing well the last couple in this in this class. But uh, I just think she's not 
100% back to where she was. And against the horses that are dropping here, it's going to be a little bit of a tougher test tonight. We're talking about the five here who's won two in a row. Yeah, you don't know five. Back. Uh, so, uh, so I am using three and four, and then down to the six, Buttermilk Hanover. Like Mike said, she won nine times last year. Tough not to use her. Uh, off a really good race, got shuffled and just sat there. Uh, only got beat half a length and, and drops back to this level where she was second two starts back. Then I'm going to throw the seven on. Uh, second start off a couple-month layoff. Last time raced really well off the pace. Uh, chased some decent fractions there, but was well off of it and, and had no reason to even get a check in that race with uh, Randy Waples and, and Greg McNair. Uh, I think if she starts coming back into form like she did last week, you know, I was a half and 55 and four off the layoff. If she repeats that effort, I think she's going to improve a little bit and uh, should be pretty well suited in a race that there's a little bit of speed here. So they could get down to the half in about 55 flat and it could set up for at a big price. So uh, three, four, six and seven for me. Now, you say the six won nine times last year, and uh, to me, I really don't care because that was last year. Uh, and so, looking at her last few starts, her last effort, very much a good reason to use her. Two starts back, she kind of hanged as the favorite, though, against Exhilarated. And so, of the horses dropping from the preferred, I don't use her, and I instead use two that exemplify... And, People who catch on to how I handicap are probably going to understand why. Uh, because I go 3-4 in this opening leg. And it's purely because these mares actually made moves in that preferred race. Starting with the three, Ruby's Prescott moved first over to try and challenge uh, before faltering to finish sixth. And before that uh, was one of those horses that just kind of drags along to pick up pieces late. I ended up finishing fifth in the preferred. Uh, but she's always thrived more at these condition levels. She's never really been a preferred type. She's made money up there, uh, but she definitely performs her best around this. Now there's a 15,000 level as exemplified four starts ago from post eight, where she won here at odds of nine to one. Drops back down to this level after two starts in the preferred, and so clearly is going to be a threat for that reason. And the four, Artistic Madison, her main issue is that she's usually too far off the pace. She's usually tracking the field at least a dozen lengths or so at the opening quarter, and then has a lot of ground to make up. Last Her last two starts, though, she's been sitting a little closer to the pace, and albeit probably the result of there being such small fields in those preferreds. Uh, that said, though, she's still coming up in 27 and change. She's riding cover. She's taking the initiative to make moves, and she appears to be in great form right now. But again, the main problem for her is going to be how close she is to the pace because her late kick can only get her so far. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, they're showing decent form, dropping in class. They both fit this level fairly well I'm 3-4 in that first leg uh, second leg is a $34,000 preferred handicap which we will get to after the 10th race at Western Fair which is scheduled to go off in a minute 20 seconds where new sheriff is currently the favorite at 9-5 to five, then at 3-1 to one, the 5 Hollies Justice where what all right and then the third choice at 5-1 to one, the 3 tax savings <laughs> is there a horse name I feel like this horse is only named that because that's how they bought him <laughs> tax savings uh, that's a funny I'll one. tell you the right now the price on the 6 and the 8 are worth playing either one of them the price on the 1 to me is very worth playing at 13 longest shot on the board who do you have here Ray I'm 1, 4, 8 okay. I'm 4, 6, 7, 8 
I agree with the outside ones, especially I think this six could wake up in this race. I mean, this horse is worth worth a little bit of bet here. Oh, why didn't I use this horse? Let's take a this look. This horse has to go, though. Uh, let's see. Didn't like that last race. Those uh, races at Woodbine, okay. Showed speed there, but... Um, hmm. Yeah, this I, horse is better than this. No, I'm not, I'm not sure from this post. But... Yeah, but this isn't a great feel. I mean, I realize the four looks like a world beater in here, but eight to one on the six is not a bad. No, that's a good price. And again, if you think that, then dig it. Well, I am taking it. Yeah, it's paramutual for that reason. Maybe I will. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Why do you sound like the teenager and I sound like the adult? <laughs> this is a freaky Maybe Friday. It is Friday. I just checked my watch and my phone at the same time. This is time. the most animated show in quite some time, I have to say. I mean, that that's what we're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, we're on. No, 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 animated it's and awesome. It's amazing what a little bit of money might make you do. Uh, <laughs> oh, my. That, that sounds... Um, illicit. So this race is going to the gate at Western Fair in motion, approaching the start. It's off and trotting. Tammy Joe fires from the outside. Tax savings two from the inside. Then AJ Ricochet far outside. Northern Oath trots away fourth around that first turn. Princess Julianne protects position to the inside fifth. New Sheriff backs away into sixth in front of North or rather there's magic in me towards the back and then Holly's Justice the trailer opening quarter bound here's Northern Oath up to challenge Tammy Joe and to take the lead from Tammy Joe trotting third two and a half lengths back to tax savings in front of AJ Ricochet and another gap of two to Princess Julianne New Sheriff the odds on favorite is trotting in sixth in front of there's magic in me and Holly's Justice as they circle that far turn and go to the top of the stretch first time out of fifth comes Princess Julianne supplying cover to New Sheriff as they chase the leader Northern Oath through the stretch first time Northern Oath two and a half length separation on Tammy Joe drops back second Princess Julianne now moving up to third towards second and up to challenge the leader up to the half on her back New Sheriff shuffled back then to fifth tax savings as they trot around that turn and towards the backstretch off stride went there's magic in me as they move on towards the three-quarter pole in front northern oath outside princess julianne here comes holly's justice now on cover chasing then behind them comes <clears throat> Tax or there's magic in me. Tax savings towards the back as they go on to the three-quarter pole. Princess Julianne in front. Holly's Justice chasing inside. Northern Oath drops back outside. There's magic in me. Here comes Holly's Justice around the final turn. Three wide. There's magic in me. Princess Julianne to the inside, trying to hold on and revving up from the back. New Sheriff turning for home. Holly's Justice a narrow advantage inside. Princess Julianne off cover. There's magic in me is stalled new sheriff with a lot of ground to make up and the ground is running out it's holly's justice holly's justice holds on to win and upset here at 10 to 1 may meanwhile maybe they should get saddle pads that are a little bit more distinct but that's just me that was a bad bad call because the colors got mixed up either that or maybe i just found out i can't be a fighter pilot uh 
a la Little Miss What's Sunshine. Four there? That's a good question. That horse always goes to the lead. Maybe horse was just not up for it tonight. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, so, sometimes it happens. Sometimes it's The six a, was junk. Yeah. Six was junk. The eight had a perfect trip, too, and had no excuse whatsoever. How did the one race the best there? Yeah, the eight hung like a great. <laughs> we got to get going on. Yeah. All right, so back to Woodbine. I'm upset because that, that one almost made me look really smart, and now I just look to the masses like... Eh, and dimwits. You thought I was going to rhyme, but I'm a good little Christian boy. Preferred handicap from field of nine, $34,000 purse, the fifth race. It's the second leg of the pick four at Woodbine Racetrack tomorrow evening. Uh, so, Mike, starting off with you, this is I think this is a race that could pay really well, and I'm not sure if you agree. Well, I'm four deep. Um <clears throat> I do think that it could set up, depending on what the eight, the Rev does, who's won three in a row and made it look pretty easy and is getting better every start. So, uh, you know, it's hard to go against him, but the three speed horses are drawn outside, seven, eight, and nine. All three are probably going to go, and, and that could make it, you know, set up for, you know, something else. Uh, the two closers I prefer are the one, uh, Major Hill, who was excellent last week at a lower level, came first up and just kept on going uh, and that was a decent race this horse won he he deserves to be stepped up into this race and i think that if he gets any kind of trip at all he's going to be dangerous late and then the six gin shark and if you look back you know he on january 20th you know had a huge rally 26 and 3 to win this class and then the, the next week really had no chance from where he was and still came flying again to be third last time really didn't get a setup uh, you know, this horse could be live late, especially if they go early. So I'm going to use the seven and the eight for the speed. I'm going to use the one and six for closing. So one, six, seven, eight. Rod, how, how about you? Does that sound correct to your point of view? Uh, kind of. I'm actually going with the outside three here, seven, eight, and nine. Oh. Uh, Nirvana Sealster, obvious oh. speed horse, uh, this horse, he, he's been good for, you know, how many months now? Uh, tough not to use this horse. Even if he gets beat, you have to use him because he is always right there. And, and uh, it doesn't matter where he draws. He's always, he's always close. And uh, not one you can easily try to get beat. Uh, the eight, the rev. I'm going to use one three in a row. Raced really well last week in the preferred. I didn't think he could win last week, and it was a short price. He went on five to two, I think. And but he he raced really well. Uh, this this horse is uh, in great form right now. Even with the outside draw, he's got speed, so he should be close. Even if he floats, he can follow some cover or quarter move. Uh, with the way he's been racing. Uh, the price should be a little bit short on him again, but that doesn't really bother me because he's been really good. Uh, the nine, I'm going to throw on just through an okay race last time. Uh, the start before that one first over in the same race. And that last start was off three weeks. So I'll give him a little bit of an excuse there. 
if he's halfway close tomorrow and they go fast up front, I think he can, he can close into the race and uh, pick up the pieces late. He made a quarter million dollars last year. So, uh, you know, winning 11 times, mark a 49-2, this horse is good enough. And, you know, the key for this one is just being close enough and hope they go some quick fractions up front. So seven, eight, nine for me. Uh, this race to me is full blown closer. I don't see any horse going to the lead holding on here just because even though the Rev and Nirvana Sealster duked it out last time and ended up going one, two, this race sets up to be a little bit more aggressive than that, especially considering fool me once has speed shadow place can certainly leave and so on. So forth. That said, I'm going entirely closers here. Uh, starting with the one major hill, stepping up off a fantastic effort against hours of 14,000. The horse seems to be really rounding into form and moves up to this class level at possibly the right time, uh, judging by whether, but judging just by his improvement trail he's left in his last few starts. This horse seems like he could only get better, especially from an inside post and sitting somewhat close to a fast pace. Same with Jin Shark, even though Jin Shark usually races well. At this level, three starts back, had a similar setup, and then blasted home in 26 and changed to win at 5-1 to one in the preferred. Uh, after that, was behind a somewhat slower setup as the favorite. Still ended up finishing third, uh, so he's definitely one of the closers to worry about here, especially if they do duke it out uh, somewhat quickly on the front. And then American Virgin is another one that could either be up close or sitting a little bit farther back. Either way, he's got a good late kick, and if they battle on the front, he's probably going to be up there to pick up the pieces. Uh, so I'm 169 in that second leg, also trying to go for a price because they're going to bet the crap out of Nirvana and the Rev. Sixth race. So now there's a $5,300 pace. Their last five starts. Eight horses going postered here. Uh, Mike, for you, uh, did this race seem pretty cut and dry? Uh, three deep for me. Uh, a couple prices here. Uh, I like the seven Bugatti best. Comes back from Flamborough. Uh, second lay six. This horse was claimed two back for 23000 uh, by Waxman, who moves almost anything up that he gets. I've been chasing this horse for a while in that, that 20 claimer at prices. Uh, gets McNair again, who drove this horse over at Flamborough. And it's going to be the speed. I, I don't think you're going to get 6-1 to one, like that morning line. But should be up front, just a matter of can he finish. Uh, the 8, True Blue Hall, is a little bit interesting from the outside. Shows speed, comes from Yonkers, racing in the 12-5-15 claimers. Uh, this is Osiello, purely a trainer uh, play for me. And I think if this horse goes early, could end up in a spot behind the seven. And then the five bank shot Hanover drops out of preferred twos at London. Uh, prior to that was racing against real, the lone Ranger national debt. Those are the top horses on the grounds there. And, you know, it's a little bit sneaky here. Uh, I, I like the fact that this horse is going back and facing a bunch that really aren't all that sharp. Uh, kind of an interesting numbers of 5,000 condition here. I, I think it's a price, one of those three, five, seven, and eight. Rod, I know there's been a lot of numbers tonight, but I, re I really need you to give me a little more. Give me some more numbers for this leg. I'm not too far off for Mike. Uh, I'll start with the one, though, Windsong Lightning. Uh, drops down just a notch. Uh, raced okay last time from the outside post. Moves inside tomorrow night. Uh 
I think if he's close enough, he's going to be good. This horse seems to like to be up toward the front end. Uh, he hasn't been real close his last couple starts. He got used pretty hard uh, to try to tuck in that three spot and, and took a little bit of a shuffle, but raced okay the last time against Tougher. Uh, so I'm going to throw him on. And then the four, Cool Rock is obvious on a big drop here. Uh, not a lot to say. Come a half, 54 and one last time. Uh, he He's the most likely winner in this race, in my opinion. I'll throw the five on, bank shot Hanover, dropping out of the preferreds at London. Uh, this is a big horse, and I think he likes the big track a little bit better. Uh, he was just kind of outclassed for a while there. Uh, and with uh, the move back over to Woodbine, I do see this horse racing well again at a decent price and he's in a really good spot to be able to do what he wants he can leave or follow cover i think he's best if he follows cover on the big track uh true blue hall i'll throw him on uh gets a trainer change uh leaving the renee lard barn but coming to osceola who's who's been doing pretty well uh Facing some stiff competition over at Yonkers. Uh, those miles don't really justify what they do at Yonkers. Sometimes that track's a little bit slow, especially if it's not Friday or Saturday night. So I, I think this horse could improve. He may need a start. He's been off three weeks. Uh, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and use him just in case this horse is ready. And he's going to be another big price, so one four five eight. For those who've been watching NahuPicks.com, Mike gave out the late pick four at the Meadowlands for forty eight dollars. Ends up paying two hundred thirty six. So congratulations on that one, Mike. Uh, don't spend it all in one place, or if you do, spend it on me. The sixth race at Woodbine, of course, the third leg of this pick four, and I despise this race. I despise it because when there's a horse like Cool Rock that's making such a clear class drop and it's going to be such a clear favorite uh, to me it like it's hard to gauge especially too with the strength of this field like for instance Audrey's dream is one of the flattest horses and not flat as in this horse just doesn't break flat as in this horse really doesn't perform much in any of her start any of his starts sunny beach day is usually up there but he's usually much more of a chaser uh, Windsong Lightning, uh, you guys were talking about this one. The only benefit for him is that he's drawing inside, but again, he seems like he doesn't have much. And for me, handicapping this race seemed basically like stretching out to find who else is here because Cool Rock, in theory, has to win this race just off the class drop. But then again, uh, we talked about this with the super high five mandatory payout at Hawthorne last week on our extra that... Uh, class droppers like this too are also meant to be suspect because there's a reason why they're dropping down so much and maybe it has to do with the form they're in. Either way, that's a lot more talk than a 3-5 to five favorite probably needs. The two other horses 
I use here are the five bank shot Hanover. I like the fact he's moving to a bigger track and he's raced decently against the preferred three level over at London. Usually shows speed, is aggressive even from outside posts that could only translate well against this weaker bunch on the bigger track. And then the seven Bugatti, who was claimed two starts back here at Woodbine, set the pace in that race on a snowy night, ended up finishing sixth, but then shipped over to Flamborough, set the pace first start off the claim as the favorite, ended up finishing third, but that was also his first start on Lasix. A lot of angles going for this guy. this second start off the claim, excuse me. I couldn't count for some reason. And second start on Lasix. Uh, so this horse seems like he could only round into form even more uh, in a race that is mostly devoid of it. So I'm 4-5-7 in that third leg, hoping to try and beat uh, the favorite Cool Rock, even though I sucker and use him. So the final leg of this sequence is race number seven. It's an hours of $14,000 in the last five starts. Uh, we have one, two, five, seven, nine horses going postward here. Uh, Mike, for you, this seems a bit chalky because, again, there's more class droppers here. And just, I'm curious if your ticket reflects that. Uh, it does. Uh, I, I do think that the two and the three will be played. Uh, the three trades are handover drops from preferreds. Was racing well there, ran to the Rev, American Virgin. Uh, this horse is a decent closer, and usually whenever he drops, he, he wins. If you look back December 2nd, similar drop, easy win at 3-1. to one. Uh, Just hard to leave off. It, it's, you know, uh, the race pretty much goes through him. Uh, fan court draws well. We'll be in front early. Uh, just a matter of can he hang on, and, and typically he needs to sneak away. He gets a little more seconds than first recently but he's always right there he's he's a nice horse also and then for a price i'm going to try the eight four card major who you know was claimed for 25 they they stepped up into optional 30s which is a level just below these uh, you know has been rallying to get second against bigger favorites nickel bag was a big favorite two back uh, resistance futile you know was two to one last time and sort of got a perfect you know set up and blew the race open so uh this horse is sneaky here and i like to switch to jameson uh i i think that you know if he's live turning for home he should, should have a little bit of a chance so two three and eight all right sounds right close i'm using those three i'm gonna throw the one on fine diamond on the drop uh picks up my mcnair tomorrow night uh draws the rail Source should be close. Uh, last time his horse was on the lead, he won. And that was uh, in the same class. And he, he pretty much dominated the race in 50 and a piece. Uh, I'm going to use the horse. I, I'm not uh, saying by any means single the horse because he's two for 36 over the last year and two months. But uh, this horse is a, a definite use in this class. Uh, the two I'm going to use uh, looks obvious, is obvious. Uh, you know, this one should be firing early and uh, should either be on the front or the two hole. The three, obvious on the big drop. Uh, and like Mike said, the, the race is really uh, going to revolve around this horse. Tough not to have on your ticket. Last time he was in here, he he just crushed the field. I'm going to throw the six on uh, Classy Dragon. This horse raced well off the pace last time. He's in a similar spot to tomorrow night. Uh, it's Bill Robinson. Uh, the barn's been hot. Uh, 
and Bill's one of those trainers. He he's not going to race a horse he doesn't think has a, a chance to win. He keeps his horses classified where they need to be. And, and this horse, uh, he's been sharp over his last six starts, and, and uh, tough not to have him on your ticket. Uh, other than that one break, you know, he he's been right there every week in this class, and uh, I'm going to use him again. Price is not going to be ideal, but he he's a use. Uh, then the eight, I agree with Mike on this one. This is the, the price play of the race. I don't think you're going to get 12 to one on him. You'll probably get around seven or eight to one, but, uh, you know, this horse likes to win. He is jumping a little bit, but, uh, he's been racing really well. Uh, I do think this horse, if they go a little bit up front, he's going to be coming late. And, uh, with his recent form, he, he's a definite player and a decent price play. So, uh, one, two, three, six, eight. I'm boring in this race, at least. Uh, three deep, fine diamond, drops in class. Three starts ago, wired this field easily. Not much more to say about him. He's obvious. Traker Hanover, six starts ago, dropped down to this level, wired this field easily. Not much to say about him. Uh, classy Dragon, it's been improving. He's been racing decently in his last few starts. Uh, seems to fit this level. Uh, could get a setup and do well. One three six. Not much to say about this race. It seems pretty cut and dry. Pretty, pretty, pretty simple. So here's my ticket for twenty cents. Three four with one six nine with four five seven with one three six again three four. With one six nine, with four five seven, with one three six, that's ten dollars and eighty cents for twenty cents. And Mike, your ticket? Three four five six with one six seven eight, with five seven eight, with two three eight, it's twenty eight eighty. And Rod, Rodney. Three four six seven with seven eight nine, with one four five eight, with one two three six eight, it's forty eight bucks. All right, we have a minute to post here for the final leg of the pick four at Western Fair. Then after this, we're going to head over to the Meadowlands for Saturday. Lopez are crazy high. I have some that are three out of four. I'd imagine. Wow. Just because of that horse that won the last race. Ooh. That was a caffeine belch, if anyone's ever heard that. The five and the six are three of fours. Everyone else is paying by the looks of it. And Smockety Frox definitely has a chance to win here at 26 to 1. Hello. No, he doesn't. That, if anyone's <laughs> been listening tonight, bet bet your children. Bet their, bet their college that funds. <laughs> bet your life, your livelihood. I might have to toss a deuce on this horse. <laughs> no need. I'm going to put two to win on him. Oh, thanks. Thanks, thanks for doing that for me, Rod. No problem. At twenty, there you go. Done. How'd you put money on this horse? The and he went up and one is not bad. That's that's a decent little price there. She's twenty nine now. And I know you're saying, but Ray, I thought horses could only race up until they're fourteen. And I'm thinking you're clever, clever little rascal you are for thinking that. But I'm still gonna beat the hell. Out of you. <laughs> Rule number one of radio broadcasting. Don't violently threaten the listeners. <laughs> uh, nine to five on can art. Wait, on can art. All right. Uh, can art can do. Five to two on Mighty Mouse. Three to 
three to one on Big Diva. The nine Kelly Ray was a late scratch. So we're down to eight of them. Lining up here for the last race. Ooh. Don't worry, um, Francois Baguette will not be calling this race. However, I heard uh, that a lot of people loved Biff McCracken's race call last week. At least I think it was Biff McCracken. This field is in motion, approaching the start. And off and a pacing. Big Diva from the inside and Can Arts with Lady Richmond to the inside of them. Three across the first turn. Lady Richmond gets away on the lead. Big Diva sits in second with Can Art third. And fourth comes Mock of the Town onto the back stretch. Fifth then Bedham Jimmy. Smuckety Frock sixth. Selma's Wish seventh. And last of all is Mighty Mouse. Oh, Opening quarter bound is Lady Richmond leading the way over Big Diva. Can Arts back in third. Two and a half lengths off the leader. Fourth go away. Mock of the town. And out from the back. Moving and grooving and grooving. Mighty Mouse. Tracking that move. Selma's wish around that turn. Still about five lengths to make up on Lady Richmond who leads into the stretch first time. Big Diva at the rail second. Can Arts. Out and moving now as the favorite up towards second and up towards the leader. And second over, Benham Jimmy inside then. comes Mock of the Town around the turn. Uh, past the half and onto the back stretch. Lady Richmond leads the way. Canard on the outside. Inside Big Diva and outside Benham Jimmy. Mock of the Town locked in by Mighty Mouse with five likes to make up. Smockety frocks then stride for stride with Selma's wish. Hooey Nelly, this race is coming to a conclusion. Lady Richmond in front by a half length. Can Art on the outside at her throat. Benham Jimmy close up to and Mighty Mouse. Here's the call. Three wide now off stride as they turn for home. There's four of them left in contention. Lady Richmond inside Big Diva outside Can Art. And Benham Jimmy towards the center. Lady Richmond needs the line. She's calling for it. And Lady Richmond's going to get it. Lady Richmond from Benham Jimmy. Then cannot. Big Diva followed by Mighty Mouse. What were you even saying? Could you not hear? It was very, just heard a bunch of it was very clear. Lady Richmond. That was that was Biff McCracken. Everyone loves Biff McCracken. The late pick four, the, the late pick four at the Meadowlands. I'm, I'm sick. That, that this pick four is paying like twelve hundred dollars for twenty cents, and I can't get by that last race with four horses. Could you have? Could were you ever going to use the five though? No, I would have had to take them all to use that one. But you know, I I feel like the. Just the way the race set up and stuff. It's just, I don't know. Well, I mean, now you're going to think that, of course. This was a missed opportunity, for sure. That just means there's going to be another one. Nice, nice ticket. $135 for 20 cents. We were incredibly close at the very least. 
And there's going to be one guy on Facebook that just leaves laughing emojis because apparently we're terrible. So the Meadowlands pick four is the last thing we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to roll through it as quickly as we can. We can bring them on. I mean, if they think that they're better than we are. Yep. I, I have no problem with that. That's an option. Another option would be violence, but you never should resort to violence, so don't do that. Another option would be intellectual debate, but seeing as how uh, I how that goes usually with me on this show, it nobody, does not end well. Nobody can debate us. No, nobody can debate me. Uh, there, there's a difference between no, me and no. us. No, us. Nobody can debate our handicapping because... Well, not when, you give, not when you give out 67 high fives in one night. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can't argue with I'm right. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the fault of postmodernism. Google that and you'll realize how smart I am. So this late pick four at the Meadowlands for tomorrow night uh, seems like a very interesting sequence that could pay very well and very handsomely. And, of course, by pay very handsomely, I mean I'm going to be the one that gives the people who win their money. Uh, that said... This first leg is a claiming handicap, twenty to twenty-five thousand dollars, or yeah, twenty twenty-five thousand dollar claiming handicap. Person twelve thousand, field of ten, going postered here. And Mike, I know for a fact you think this is a very wide open sequence. Uh, so starting off with this leg, what's your approach? Uh, four deep to start. Uh, this is tomorrow. Meadowlands race eight. Uh, the five I like best, PH Kenny, who has won two out of three. Uh, has been getting trips, but you know, anytime you can win the third over at Yonkers, uh, I'm okay with that. And then had the 10 hole two back and really had no chance in that race, but still was flying late to be third. Prior to that, you know, had a pretty easy win at 15 optional claimers. Uh, you know, this is a step up, obviously, for this horse, but he's drawn perfect and he's raced, he's about as sharp as anything in the race. The seven, rather swell, was had a nice rally last time against Durant, who's the eight. I'm going to use both of them. Uh, you know, Durant comes off a claim. You know, th this horse is a bit all or nothing. Usually, uh, he wins or makes some goofy mistake or ends up outside and uncontrollable. He's hard to drive, so he does get a new driver this week. Uh, the seven rallied last time and, and comes out of fast races, two and, and three back at Dover. So I'm going to use both of them. And then the nine, Kings Barnes, who's 15 to one morning line somehow coming out of, you know, numbers of 8,500 races against horses like Major War, Adderley Roy. Those are better than these. And then prior to that was racing 30,000 claimers of Yonkers. One at this level, January 20th at, at less than three to one. Uh, hard for me to leave off with Marcus. Five, seven, eight, nine. Uh, Rod, your end. Uh, I'm going four deep. As well, uh, I'll start with the three, uh, Rock in the House. It is a jump up in class, but he's coming off a really good race. He made a break behind the gate, uh, caught the field pretty quickly, and uh, rallied to be second. Come the last quarter in 26 and three, I thought that was a really good race. Uh, this horse can close a ton when he's right, and uh, you know what? Uh, I think they're going to get a fast track tomorrow night at the Meadowlands, so uh, the slop won't be something you got to worry about. Uh, he He's good enough if he stays flat, he can win the race. Uh, down to the 5, P.H. Kenny, you know, he, he's pretty obvious. Uh, really good race at Yonkers. His two starts at the Meadowlands were both good. I think he's pretty obvious. The 6, I'm going to throw on Rockin' Rambaran. Uh, 
you know, the last start in the mud wasn't real good. Uh, the start before that at Yonkers, he was parked the entire mile. Well, probably seven eighths of the mile. He tried to, to move, make a quarter move and just got hung out there and still won the race, uh, as the odds on favorite. Uh, he is a, a pretty quick horse. He should be following cover in here, and he can close if he's covered up until the top of the stretch. He can close very quickly, and uh, I do think the the trip is going to work out for him, and he's going to be a big price shot. Then the eight, I'm going to throw him on Durant as well. Uh, he's another one that's pretty obvious uh, coming off the claim. Uh, no reason to, to try to go and not use him in this race. So three, five, six, eight. As for me, I'm three deep to start off this sequence. The 4RM Blackhawk. I'm surprised no one talked about this horse, or at least I don't think they did. Uh, parked the mile last out against 15,000 claimers to finish second, and that was in his second start off of a short layoff. That said, makes his third start and moves up in class, which to me are two markers that alert that this could be a contender, especially at a decent price, uh, just because this horse has been racing very sharply. Uh, the 5PH Kenny's fairly obvious. Ships in from Yonkers. Raced well here from the 10-hole. Two starts back an optional claimer uh, this time goes in for a regular tag against other tags and should do well and Durant's fairly obvious he won here last out uh, claimed off of that race should improve off of that as a result or at the very least just be involved because the horse is sharp he's raced well at this class the last few starts four five eight for me in the first leg second leg is race number nine now there's of 8500 their last five starts plus a 12,000 in the line 10 of them lining up here and Mike starts off uh, I have nothing to recommend. I'm using all for pick four purposes. I, I feel like it's a very wide open race with nothing that's consistent. Uh, so many of them have lines that just are, are hard to, you know, make heads or tails of. Uh, there's a lot of horses that like to break. I'm going to hope for chaos. I will be punching them all in race nine. Uh, Rod, how about for you? I'm going four deep here. Uh, the three rock and roll wildcats has some gate issues. Uh, again, if he's got a fast track, I think he'll be okay. Uh, but, uh, with the drop, I think he, he's a definite player here. The four dune dude, uh, it's, it's Patty Harmon again, Patty and Rob Harmon and Jim Marone, uh, before the break last time, one come a quarter and 27. And that was first over. This horse needs a little bit of respect. And, uh, I think he's in a, a decent spot tomorrow night. The five, fill your boots. Uh, gets Pat Barry moving over from Yonkers. Uh, back to the mile track. This horse shows one mile track race in his last five starts. Uh, he raced okay against a lot tougher, and, and this is a uh, pretty significant class drop from those nine winners of 10,000 at Yonkers. Those are tough foes over there. And then the 10, I'm some graduate. Uh, even though he's got the 10 hole second start off the layoff, this horse should improve. He's going to be the likely favorite in this race. So I'm going to use him. I'm not real confident with this race. Uh, Mike's got to play with the all button here. Uh, anything could happen. So uh, three, four, five, ten. I'm taking the route where if anything can happen, I'm going bombs away. There were two horses that really stood out to me in this race, and they're both double digits on the morning line. Uh, the two meet you at midnight. Love the fact this horse is moving inside off of two very sharp races against this level. Two starts back, came from way off the pace to finish six by three lengths, albeit hanged a touch in the stretch, still came in with 27 and change. Last out was first over into a faster pace from post nine and left 
the gate also, mind you. Ended up finishing ninth there as a result because of the effort he had to put in. Now draws better. Should be in a similar spot. Can only improve off of those races, especially with the draw. And the other horse I throw on is the Ford Dune Dude, who really didn't get a chance to show himself a last out from the 10 hole because he broke on that sloppy track. Before that, had a really sharp win at the numbers of 5,000 level, going first over and getting up by a neck to win. Seems like he could do well against this group, especially considering it's a weaker uh, numbers of 8,500 in terms of form, collective form that is in this race. So I'm 2-4 looking for an upset in that second leg. Third leg is race number 10, a non-winners of four, uh, and this race was purely written uh, to fit or at least, I think, to fit beyond delight, even though he's a non-winner's of five, and that's also written into the conditions here. Uh, Mike, with you, uh, when, with a stakes horse like this making his seasonal debut, how, how do you handicap that? Uh, really not my kind, especially from this post. Uh, there's bigger fish to fry down the road. So I'm more interested in some of these other ones, like the two Frankie's Beach Boy Really no chance last time whatsoever. This horse was racing very well back in December, dominated two races, and then, you know, kind of, you know, had a bad race, was scratched sick, went to Dover. I mean, there was a lot of things against this one. Uh, last time was just average. I like the post here. I like this field. I think it's a lot easier. So I'm going to try that one. The four, Sam's Triple Crown, I, I really liked uh, going into last week's races, what they canceled. Uh, third back from the layoff, raced very well from outside posts. I like both those races. He's a must-use. And then the seven big stretch mark who got a perfect trip to win numbers of 8,500 in the slop. Uh, but those were decent horses there. Century Churchill, Art History. I was stuck against Sprinter two back. It's one, two out of three. I, I can't leave him off. I don't want him to beat me. Two, four, seven. Rod. Uh, I'm too deep here, starting with the two Frankie's Beach Boy. Uh, race Raced pretty well last week, uh, got shuffled, and uh, just had no chance gets Anthony Napolitano tomorrow night. I think with the inside post again, he's going to be pretty close and uh, should be a factor at some point. And then I'm using the nine because I know he's better than this group. Um, I, I'm not a huge fan, but uh, it was a good qualifier, and uh, – the horse looks like he should be ready, so I'm just going to throw him on there, even he's though he's going to be short price. Pocono, though, so I mean that you know, I mean I, I don't know. Well, I mean he, he could, doesn't have he to could, win the race by any means. No, he he doesn't have to win. That that's really the key, and you know the two is my top horse, so I'm going to use him two nine. I almost singled Beyond Delight because you guys are missing a very pivotal fact that this horse is moving into the Brett Pelling barn and uh, out of the Tony O'Sullivan barn, or barn too, mind you. At least I think it was Tony O'Sullivan. And uh, as Rod said, that's a very good qualifier in behind Dr. J Hanover, uh, 53 and change, and he was gaining ground doing so. In theory, he should topple this field, uh, especially considering most of them are coming from the numbers at 3,500. Uh, void big stretch mark. Uh, but all of that said, I didn't single Beyond Delight. I also throw on... Uh, the four Sam's Triple Crown who could ease, who could uh, end up flying into the mix late uh, just because his last two starts have been very sharp. And the seven big stretch mark could just be in the right place at the right time as he was last out in the slop. So I'm four, seven, nine. Final leg of that sequence. Race number 11. So now I was at 3,500 in their last five starts. Uh, Mike, this is a somewhat wide open race. How do you see it? Uh, King seven, work and play hard. Liked him last time from the 10 hole. No prayer. Double parked the entire way around. Still only got beat four lengths. Prior to that, was claimed for 10 off a second place effort. 
the horse only won one out of 42 last year, but I do like him a lot in this race. Uh, Rod, for you. Uh, I'm going three deep here. The one, uh, Southern Pursuit, draws the rail. Marcus stays on. Horse has been in good form recently. Uh, I think it continues. The four, alone in spades. Price shot uh, gets Corey Callahan. Uh, missed a couple weeks, but uh, has shown capability against uh, straight claimers. Drops into condition. And then the seven, who I think is pretty obvious, and and that is Mike's key. So one four seven for me. Dan Morrissey, I love the Smiths. I'm three deep. Uh, Southern Pursuit you talked about, I agree. I use him. Work and play hard. Double parked last out. That's that's an easy use. And the horse I throw on uh, is Willie Boots also. Left for the front last week as the favorite after a decent effort to finish third against this level two back. Uh, this horse just seems sharp, and he seems to fit this bunch. It's just he can't overexert himself as he did last out and because he ended up finishing second. But he still might be able to afford to exert himself a little bit. So I'm 178. So my ticket goes as follows. For 50 cents, 458 with 2 4 with 479 with 178 that's $27 for 50 cents mike your ticket 5789 with all with 247 with 7 at $60 and rod your numbers 3568 with 345 10 with 29 with 147 it's $48 bucks. and that all said that all done that's been another edition of North American Harness Update tune in next week when we free to bet but until then uh Go on to NahuPicks.com where you can find uh, race analysis every race day from Western Fair, Woodbine Racetrack, and the Meadowlands, as well as uh, this episode archived. If you have, if you did not know that already, it will be up some point tomorrow afternoon. Uh, and again, a lot of more analysis at NahuPicks.com as well as merchandise and other fun little tidbits related to the show. Again... We really hope we can free to bet, but we need a whole other week to do that. So stick with us until then.